Okay, so Saturday, I went to early dinner with my mother and godmother at this restaurant called Provare, which I'm sure I talked about before on air, and that was nice. And <laughs> wait, so Friday, let me rewind. So Friday, you know, it had rained or whatever, and me and my friends supposed to hang out, and then my friend and her friend stopped by and we was all chilling in my basement like taking shots and you know how you like want to go outside like you're like i want to go outside and enjoy the day or whatever and so your face looks like no i've never wanted to do that before <laughs> like, but anyway. you just like go outside and just enjoy the day even this even though it's raining or just well it started raining later is what i i was thinking about the rain but it started raining later but at the time it was not raining okay yeah yeah okay, and yeah. I was like, you. I want to go outside. And so we was so the other friend was like, Hey, it's this like restaurant or whatever near me. They do karaoke's on Friday night. Like we can go out there. We like, I bet, you know, so we go out there or we tried to go out there, which is when it started to rain. And we get to that place and then we really wanted to go outside to get some food, right? So we get there and they're like, oh, kitchen closes in five minutes. So mm-hmm. we're like, eh, yeah. And then we looked in and it was super packed. So we was like, no, nah, we're not going to do that. So we ended up going to a different restaurant. Okay. So we go to this restaurant and they were kind of like, kitchen closes in 15 minutes. So if you're going to get something, you come on in. So we come in, we order some food. And you ever go to like a place, you know how you have a restaurant, but as it get later in the day, it kind of turned into like a party spot and, you know. And so it was, it was coming off very clubbish, but like, Okay, I don't want to say old people because they weren't old, but like <laughs> you can just tell of like what era these people came from. Okay, all right, Paul, what era was it that you could tell? What era was this? Like they was probably our age. It was like late thirties, early forties. But okay, hear me <laughs> out. Hear me out. You know how when you were like twenty one or twenty five, and you probably got into a place that was like thirty five and up. You know, you could just keep got in there or whatever yeah it was like watching that and then realizing this was your age group <laughs> like it was so odd to see because they just look so dated everything about but, them right, seems wait, so wait, dated wait, wait. so you're trying to say that all right <clears throat> they stopped like updating their wardrobe what was it the yeah it just everything of, yes everything about them just seemed so dated like that like high school college was it we just stopped right there and so i'm like oh my god is this what we look like when we be going out it's really what i was thinking i like do 25 year olds look at us like this because i don't feel like we act like this they but they might because you don't because you don't realize how old you are to other people until you might see it because like you might think and it's not even think you come across as a normal 30-something person, blah, blah, blah. But to a 21-year-old, you be like, look at this old lady up here. You be like, yeah. but I'm not acting old. I don't think but I'm acting old. that's how I was looking at them, which is so funny. I was like, what is your girl? Man, sir, what? Like, that's just how I felt looking at them. And I was like, oh, my God. Is this what I look like to other people? Because mm. What? <laughs> City who we end up going back to the friend house because that's why I parked my car and plus it was raining and I don't like driving in the rain. So I was like, oh, I'll just waste time over I don't, not at night. And okay. so I was like, oh, I'll just especially when you gotta drive like 20, 30 minutes back to the crib. Uh, so I was like, oh, okay, I'll just chill out here. So 
we're sitting there and we're like listening to music and having our own personal karaoke. And then my friend, uh, anytime she gets under the influence, she's like, teach me a dance, right? <laughs> so we're sitting there like, and I'm trying to teach her one single eight count. She made this eight count so complicated. I love her dearly though. And then I was like, okay, it's getting late. I'm going to go home. It's like 1.30. Mm-hmm. 1.30 turned into 2.30. 2.30 turned into 3.30. 3.30 turned into 4. I was like, I'm about to go to sleep on this couch. I was trying to leave every hour on the hour. So 4 o'clock come, 4.30. I just sit on the couch. Like, at this point, I'm not going to drive home. I'm just going to take a nap. So I go to sleep on the couch. wake up about 9, 9.30. So I'm like, okay, where my friend at? I text her like, hey, I'm going to get ready to go. She was like, okay, I'll be back there. I'll be down. I'm like, okay. About 30 minutes went past. I dozed back off. Apparently, she dozed back off. We get back up. It's like 11, 11.30. So finally, okay, get back. So go ahead and drop her off at home. I dropped myself at home. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, how much time do I have before I have to go to dinner or early dinner with my godmother and my mother, right? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I got about an hour before I got to like get ready. So I try to take a cat nap, okay? <laughs> In the midst of the cat nap, I get a phone, a text message from my other, another friend that's like, Hey, I know it's last minute, but we having a fight. We're watching a fight tonight if you want to come watch the fight. So I was like, I do kind of want to watch the fight, uh, but I'm so tired. Because at this point, I've only had about full five hours of sleep, right? Yeah. So I'm like, oh, my God. Okay, okay. So I go out to early dinner with my um, my mother's, and then I head back home. I text my friends like, hey, do anybody want to go to this fight party? So they like, yeah. I'm like, great. You know how you be like, I want you to say no, but... <laughs> but i'm cool if you say yeah so okay i come back home it's now like i asked that person what time they say anytime after seven i was like oh, okay we'll probably head over there around eight right mm-hmm. i get back home at like 6 30 i laid in the bed i was like i could take an hour now or like 30 minute now it was more like a 20 minute <laughs> I end up getting up like fuck it because if I stay asleep, I'm not gonna get back up. So let me just get up and get functioning. I go pick up my friend. We head over to the 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 uh, fight night. Get there. It's about I don't know like nine o'clock, and I can't stop yawning and I feel so bad because I'm like in a misery team house and I'm not eating because you know like you tired, you don't really have no appetite, mm-hmm. you don't want to do shit but go to sleep. And I just felt like I was being so um what's the word I'm looking for antisocial. I guess. Yeah. And I'm just like, I can't stop yawning. So then I'm like, you got Red Bull? Let me drink the Red Bull. I'm like, trying to drink Red Bulls, everything. I didn't officially wake up until the fight. So <laughs> when the fight came on, I was like, and we live, baby. Because I was lit at that point. Did you get to watch the fight? No. I, well, I didn't care. My brother asked me. I was like, man, th- to me, and I like boxing. It's cool, right? I think that is if I had a situation like you had where we were going somewhere, cause that's the time later on in life. That's how I was watching boxing. Cause one of our friends mm-hmm. ordered the fight and blah, blah, mm-hmm. le- Sarah. I forget. Was it the Conor McGregor and Mayweather? Sarah wanted to see that. So we ordered that fight a few years ago, but other than that, no, uh, I heard, um, it wasn't much of a fight. The main event, it was a little one-sided, but, um, it was one-sided, but I enjoyed it. I mean, maybe because I was going for Crawford, that's why I enjoyed it. But I enjoyed it. That was good. I it felt was... bad for Spence, though. 
but it was his first loss, so I feel like he could bounce back. Yeah, I know it was what lopsided, and people are were saying that um, that kind of hurts the money if you want to do the rematch because I think I think Crawford can not Crawford Spence could do a uh, he could do a rematch. Yeah, yeah, he could trigger that. Um, but this is the problem, and this has been the problem with boxing it's, for years. But boxing is tough for me to watch anyway because I be flinching. I be on the couch like, oh my god, oh my god. Uh, when I tell you Crawford was landing all the punches, like his counter punch, he was not missing. Spence just he just couldn't get it. It just it just mm-hmm. it wasn't in his favor. I'm talking about Crawford literally looked like he never got touched. The Spence face, he really did look like uh uh Tommy Hitman her uh, Martin <laughs> from episode, Martin. Yeah, he really did though. Like just the way his face kind of like swollen was red and like kind of spread out like that. He really did look like him. Crawford looked like, did you even pinch the bitch? Like, you, <laughs> he looked unfazed. Do you hear me? Mm-hmm. And then it was really him coming out with Eminem. I was like, oh, this nigga ballsy. He just, what knew. did you think about Eminem not rapping the song though? Why you here? <laughs> that was really my thought. I was like, oh, he got M. And then M came out and said the introduction. And then it was like, but I'm not going to rap for you. Nah. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. What? You gotta pay extra for the rap. Why is you why is you there? <laughs> yo, that's a, all right, let's go into that. If you were a professional fighter, like what's her girl name? Alicia Bumgarner? She's awesome. She's a woman boxer. What would be your walkout song? I have no idea. Somebody asked me that before and I have nothing. <sighs> There's so many good songs. Oh, you know what? I would do Biggie's Long Kiss Good Night. I love that song. I think that if, uh, depending on my era, now what song, if I was going to pick an artist now that I was going to walk out with, is there something from Kendrick, Drake, Cole that I would pick? Even Big Sean. There's a, there's a, there's a couple of new, newer songs I would pick. I would, I would, I would, the, the, at least we got that. I don't know if I, no future don't have, he do got some joy. March Madness is crazy. If we was finding the March, I would pick March Madness. That would have been a good song from Future to pick, but yeah, it's crazy because you you um how could you not have not not how could you, but do any of the songs that you mentioned um a few episodes ago on your clean the house playlist? None of them would work as a walkout. I don't think so. <laughs> not, but you said they they all tens. They're like you get you amp. Let's go. How they how they don't work for like I'm gonna beat your ass though. <laughs> Because they like R&B songs. What is the greatest R&B song that you can be like, yo, I'm getting hyped to fight. Is there a good one? A good R&B song to get hyped up to? That that, that you could, like, if somebody picked this as their walkout song, you would have been, you know what? It's not, it's a cheat. But, um, nah, it don't really work as a, it's a a good song to get you hyped. The Jay-Z, R. Kelly, Best of Both Worlds intro. It's really okay, good. Okay, I could have seen that. Damn, how come RB, RB gotta have a like I'm the I'm the shit? I'm sure there is, <laughs> but like I can't. And oh no, moment. come on, Beyonce got plenty of them. Bow down. If a woman came out to bow down, oh, bitches, come bow on. Down. You right, you right. I'm gonna let you have that. <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna let you have that one. I get hyper down, hell. bitches. Bow, bow uh, down. You gotta bitches. win though. You can't lose. <laughs> Coming no, out, no, you the... cannot. You cannot. I'm gonna uh, let you have that. That was a good one. That was a good one. All right. Um, this weekend, I think I just 
uh, stopped by my parents' house and hung out with them for a while. I talked to them, talked to my brother. Um, I wasn't supposed to be taking them to the train station. I feel like Bodak Yellow. Bodak Yellow Ooh, give me hype for a rap song. That is it. Bodak Yellow Bodak tough. Yellow give me hype. Yeah. You know what's a good ass song too that works, but it's annoying. Nicki Minaj and Chirac. She snaps on that song. But I'll be like, I don't, I don't even like... know if I know that song. Oh, you might. You might. I'm, I'm sure I heard if I hear it, I would know. Oh, wait. What's the song that uh, if I had to, it's a, it's a, I think it's, a, um, it's the Carter song. It's the one uh, when Beyonce be rapping, rapping on it. She'll never remember the words. But... <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Balls? It's not Balls. What's the name of the song? It's, it's, it's on the Carter's album? I think so. Okay, that helps me. Or better. it's on the run, or on the run. No, I think it's it's between the two. But Beyonce like rapping, rapping. Everything is love. Pull out the track list. Ape shit. There's a song called Boss, so it might be Boss. You, I think you said that right. You said Boss. Yeah, but I don't know if it's Boss. Is it Ape shit? Does she rap rap on Ape shit? I never was a big fan. But I like, I like I, the video. It's, it's just the her verse itself. It's her. Oh, verse I think she does itself. because Quavo and Offset wrote for her. I think she does okay, write rap on that one. It might be ape shit. I think it's that. Well, she just she just go out. Man, could you imagine a boxer big enough to have Beyonce come out with her? Never. <laughs> oh man. Um, so my mom calls me. I, for, for let's start earlier. Earlier today, I'm talking to my brother. My parents are finna go uh about to go down to Mississippi for my uncle's 70th birthday, I believe. And um uh, they're going to take the train. They're not going to drive, which is cool. You know, I don't want them driving. It's a long trip. And my brother says, hey, my youngest brother is going to take them to the train station. I'm like, all right, cool, bet. Fast forward to about 3.30, my mom calls me, says, what you doing? I said, I'm laying up here talking to Sarah. Can you take me to the train station? Me and your father to the train station. And I said, well, I thought JR was taking you guys. That's not what I asked you. Can you take me to the house? I said, oh, okay. I said, yes, mom. What time do you need to go to the train station? 4.30. Here I be in the great sun. A.M.? Cool. I'll take, no, 4.30 p.m. So I'm like, an hour. I got to take you in an hour because uh, they got to be at the train station at 5. I'm like, all right. So I, I, I dropped them off. My parents are so impressed with my music taste now. It's a, it's hilarious. I was over there Saturday or Sunday and I took my dad to uh, the corner store and um, I have a playlist for him, just for him. Like I have, shout out to Plex. You could do this dope ass smart playlist. So I have a playlist that is a smart playlist that has every artist that my dad fucks with. So it's Temptation, Smokey Robinson, Four Tops, The Drifters, blah, blah, blah. And anytime I add another album, it'll just go into this playlist. So we're driving around and we listen to the average. You don't like no, 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 no new artists? Like nothing? No. Not that I've I feel ever like seen. older people always found like one random song that they hear on the radio and be like, oh, I gotta like it this It might one. be, but the key words you just said, it might be a song he likes. Like I think of some of Bruno Mars, when it, but Bruno Mars sounds like his music. Like when he right, was in, yeah. so it might be that we was riding around, we was riding. Average white band was on, and my dad was excited to see that they were on there and uh, playing. And then he wanted to tell me a story about uh, when he first heard the song. That's when he started smoking weed, 
and how it messed up his little mind. I'm like, that did not deter you. You still smoke weed now. You're 70, 73 or whatever. <laughs> and then um, I was driving them and I had my 80s playlist, which I'm, I don't know if it's nostalgia, it's a midlife crisis, but I'm really, I've always been into 80s R&B, but now I'm just in, in. And I'm like, this is the music from the decade I came into this world. Now, we got to maybe do this on Patreon. Uh, Doing this deep dive into music, I've learned so much about a decade. Ladies and gentlemen, a decade is really long. I know what you're saying is 10 years in music. It is a generation. And what I mean by that is oh, 1980s true. music is so like, sorry, 1980s. I meant the year 1980. If I was to grab you guys R&B songs from 1980, they sound so disco heavy because they're yeah. coming out of the 70s. Just, if I yeah. give you a song from 1989, nine years later, that is hip hop because it's New Jack Swing. They sound like you would be surprised if you don't have that ear or know that they're the same decade because so much yeah. changes in a decade. Same with 90. Like 90 is New Jack Swing, but at the end of the 90s, it's totally different. And then the yeah. 2000, 2010s is totally, I'm like, damn, that's just crazy that in a span of a decade, musical changes, it change, musical taste changed that quickly. That you be like, this yeah. doesn't sound like this is from the same decade, but we can play that game. Um, anything else? else that happened this week i'm enjoying my time off i'll tell you that much oh i finished the witcher Me three finish the witcher three <laughs> i gotta finish that i'm on like episode i think i finished episode three okay ladies and gentlemen she's talking about the tv show i'm talking about the video game <laughs> like so oh oopsie <laughs> so, my bad I'm, I'm thinking about doing watching the show now that i finished the game and starting the books even though i heard that season two deviate so far from the books that people i'll just watch the show first and then do the books and be like so i don't have to i don't have that disdain like why they messed this up why this messed this up but yeah the game was amazing i've been getting back into gaming this year i finished star wars jedi fallen order i finished guardians of the galaxy uh i'm jumping into the dlc of witcher 3 and i think i'm gonna do red dead redemption 2 after this and if I get my PS5 this fall, I'm I'm doing the Spider-Man games because I've been wanting to play those for a while and I haven't played any of them since they came out on the PS4. I didn't have one of those. Um, anything else? Because we did you finally finish Secret Invasion? Uh, yes, yes, okay. I did. <laughs> that has that hesitant hesitation. Um, so before I even ask you what you think, it is officially the lowest rated episode of an MCU television show obviously um people were disappointed i was disappointed a little bit in how this ended and why were we disappointed so me personally a couple of things we talked about why uh samuel nick fury didn't just shoot roadie to prove that he was a scroll two episodes at ago. least in the hand or some shit yeah. like, good lord and then he does it now right that's one thing throughout this show. They wanted to show us that Nick Fury made these people a promise and he did not keep to that promise. And instead of apologizing or having a legitimate excuse until why he did not do what he did, um, we got him using these people 
<laughs> for his political game and he became the Nick Fury head of shield because he told them to spy and kill for him. So it was hard to root for Nick Fury or the other, it was hard for them to be like, Hey, y'all should be rooting for this guy. I'm like, you guys are not paying him in the best light. Right. And when Gravik gets to the point where he wants to tell Nick Fury, why he did all the things he did. It wasn't even Nick Fury. It was Gaia disguised as yeah. Nick Fury. So yeah. you lose the weight of that scene. And what was the point of the plan? You still gave him the DNA. What what happens if he had beat Gaia? Yeah. <laughs> and then if you start breaking down that fight, how does Gaia know how to use these powers? When was she ever see Mantis? When I was watching that's <laughs> and I was like, I was like, how she know what Mantis can do? That was literally the first thing that came out of my mouth when that happened. I was like, how she know what she can do? Yeah. Um, so yeah, we got I this. I mean, how could they know what any of them could do if we be in a thousand? Yeah, and let's be because when they use Thanos homie with the finger tricks and stuff, like yes, how you know Ebony he could do the, the yeah. telekinesis or whatever? How you know he could do this? That's the thing. And the one they person they should know about is Captain Marvel. So why don't you just be Captain Marvel and fight? She's the strongest one. So just knock that out. But then that leads you to the question is Gaia the strongest person now? In the, yeah. in the MCU and what do we do with yeah. that information she, got, she even got Miss Marvel powers yes. like, Miss Marvel was like the strongest Avenger or whatever you want to call it I guess yeah so what do we do with that how, do, how does this work in this universe if Are she we, is everybody why do we need everybody else exactly and that's like there should have been a limit or something like your DNA doesn't bond with it it's only temporary instead I'm pretty sure we're never going to see Gaia again she's going to go upstairs like um Judy, was that the girl from Family Matters? Just go up there and we just never see You don't her. think we're going to get Amelia Clark back? If we do, they're going to have to ape her to be where she is not as strong as that anymore. I hope so. I like her. And here's a couple of things, too. They are stepping on their own toes. Let's keep it a, uh, a buck right here. If Gaia can do this and you guys put this Super Scroll situation into this, what's the purpose of Rogue? Because Rogue and the X-Men can absorb people's powers. And then, so I was like, and I'm like, then when I thought about it, I said, yeah, Amelia's too old. Uh, uh, and she's not that old, but she's born in 86 to be a young Rogue. First but of all, when they bring in the X-Men, y'all better get Rogue and Gambit right. Because oh, I love them. I love that couple. They're my favorite two X-Men. And you y'all did not do them any justice in the original, you know, movie series of these characters and trash. Like, what the fuck? They gave us Jubilee. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't the biggest fan of Jubilee. And a glitter. Yeah, but I do hope they get them right. I, I, I don't know what it was about watching them on the X-Men car cartoon that I was like, Gambit is willing to risk it all. He said, I do not care if you're going to take all my powers. I'm in love with you and I would like to have a kiss. Come on, Cherie. <laughs> yeah, yes. he was Cajun as hell. But both of them were. They both from Louisiana or uh, that's where her foster fa family was from. And then to talk about the X-Men, um, at the end, the president pulling the movie pool makes no sense. We saved the president for him to be like, yo, kill it all the squirrels. Yep. And I said, well, that's an X-Men plot line, too. 
like the the president and the government as against are against mutants. So what y- y'all gonna do it again? And yes. They had people get murdered on television. They killed the Fox News stand-in. They killed the yeah. Brown, the yeah. the prime minister who wasn't a scroll. Like I guess the, the one who played her disappeared because shit was hot. I make because one of the people they killed didn't even turn. So they killed. They killed. Yeah. Like a, I said, this is chaos. Now how does this work in the universe? <laughs> and then when we get it was a, it was a little bit of a mess. we got Rhodey and I guess the. The um the head writer of the show. How long Rhodey been the scroll since Civil War? Since Civil War is the official word. I don't believe that. That's hard to believe. So that means he missed Tony Stark's death. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm like, it's hard to believe. All of that don't even make sense. Is listen, you've been fighting for us this whole time, and they knew they knew too. They was like, they they not fucking with us right now. We got to put this Loki season two trailer. And I said, yeah, this is Y'all good. had to. It look good, though. Y'all, y'all like, better I'm, not fuck up Loki because I think that's everybody's top show. It looks good. Then, the, you know what? And I know hindsight is twenty twenty. You try to look back and say, what could they have done? Right. I think I thought some I don't know if you brought this up or somebody had brought this up of and I kind of like this idea of after Endgame, everything else is put on hold. You do the Spider-Man movie. Because that 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 was dope. You finish up the Guardians Galaxy because that's like still disconnected. You didn't need the Thor. You didn't need Doctor Strange just yet. You hold off, and you start working on the X Men, right? Even if you got to take a year or so off, we didn't need all the shows either. Loki was really good. Uh, some of them were just fair to melon. But if you start working on the X Men universe, and uh, to me, I think they should they should have uh, introduced the X Men, but the X Men are in their own world. And we they, we won't get them over to our world until they're ready to do what they're about to do with the multiverses mm-hmm. co- uh, conven- convening on each other, colliding. What? And I'm like, oh, that would have been smart because then we, you're like it's starting all over again. And yeah. we're like, oh, now we're seeing that how the X Men and how they they have their own superheroes and how they're doing it, and then they're gonna come like you know combine with our world. But listen, they'll figure it out, or they gonna <laughs> or not, whatever, whatever happens, happens. Uh, what else I have on here? All right, my brother wanted. To, um, I was talking to him, and I was like, "Yo, there ain't too many topics." So he wanted us to discuss this story, and I'm pretty sure you saw it, it went viral a few weeks ago about the forty six hundred dollar bill. I'm not splitting the bill, Shawty. That's crazy. You expect us to split my the bill? Is, you got lamb chop. You got steak. Look at all that. Look at what all they got. They talking about splitting the bill. Y'all doing way too much. We didn't order all that. Did you see that story? Mm-mm. So there was this video on TikTok going around where these black people were at a restaurant and the bill came out to $4,600 and they didn't want to split it evenly. And person was like, I'm only going to pay for what I pay for, blah, blah. And they end up getting pulled either off Twitter or YouTube. I forgot what it was, what uh, social media network did this because the video came, uh, turned out to be fake. It looked fake too, because I don't, I know, I know that there's different generations. We could, we could talk about the realness of it though, different generations. But if I'm out to dinner with a group of friends and for some reason we get to arguing over, uh, arguing over a bill, if somebody pull out their phone, I'm like, what is you doing? 
<laughs> like, what is this? Is that content? We're gonna figure this out, blah blah. But how many parties was at this? How many people was a part of this bill? It was about five. How did y'all even get there? That's the problem with the situation because you're looking at it like, uh, where was y'all at? Because let's say the average meal was 500 bucks. Uh, let's see. The video opens with one of the attendees exclaiming, I'm not spill, spl- splitting the bill, shoddy. That's crazy. Another friend began to point at the group's extravagant meals as the friend claimed, uh, exclaimed, look at what all they got and you expect me to split the bill. And this is the problem. I was telling my brother this. This video makes way more sense in 1980, way more sense in 1990. Hell, even in the first 2000s, the early aughts, it makes no sense now because there's no reason for us to split a bill evenly. Um, There's no reason for any of you or your friends to attend a restaurant that possibly could have a high bill that nobody has a credit card for Yeah, Uh, because now all we got to do is cash out. This is not a thing. So uh, that's why I'm like, what are we arguing over? I'm like, fam, what did you But also, what the fuck are we ordering to get (laughs) to damn near $5,000? And I'm dead ass about that. I went to dinner with, for one of my birthday dinners, one, two, three, four, five, six. It was almost 10 of us. Okay. I would say, and the bill was like $800. And that was including food and drinks. What the fuck was y'all ordering? I'm talking about include everybody had it was a martini lounge. All the martinis was like not all of them, but they was like price. Everybody had about two or three, so you know you spent good money on drinks. Yeah. Then you got the food and stuff. It was damn near ten of us. What is y'all ordering? So in the full video, it's so crazy. I was just looking at this restaurant because I was trying to figure out where I want to go for my birthday. Mm-hmm. And there's this restaurant called uh, Shea, I think. And I've seen it on TikTok. Go ahead. I don't know. I've seen it on TikTok and they showed this platter. And I was like, oh my God, this platter looks amazing. It's like a seafood platter. And it's got like lobster tails and shrimp and and oysters. And it's all in this cream sauce. And they got frites on top. And, you know, it just looks amazing. I was like, well, if I go there for my birthday, I'm going to order that. I went to the menu. That platter was $200. I said, I am not. That platter going to sit right there. No, you got it. You big money grip. <laughs> let me tell you something. <laughs> we all sharing this platter. Let me tell because... you something. I work hard for my money. <laughs> I can't just be And not up. to spend it on one meal in mm-hmm. one setting. Okay? Okay. But continue. What was the outcome? Oh, so <laughs> they posted a full video. I'm tired of this It's her birthday. I'm not a fan of these people. I really am that. I've, I've, I'm. And here's the thing: with I'm not a fan of these people. I am cool with the people who offer up to be like, "Yo, we got it. Don't worry about blah." I'm not cool with the person who expects it to happen. Yeah, that bothers yeah. me to be like, "Oh, oh, you know, like if somebody's like, yo, Shell, let's go out. It's your birthday, blah blah. I got some few friends. We're gonna kick it, blah blah.'" And then you was like. When the bill comes, you just had your hands folded as if you just know y'all finna pay for this. Cause y'all wait, wait, no, you're not reaching you're not, nothing. You just expect them to pay for it. That's weird. Uh, many argued in the comments that the group should have already figured out the money situation before. Yes. Yes. Always. That's why it, it makes no sense. It's either fake or it's dumb. But also, <laughs> like, it's but also like real talk. Let's be honest. When we sit down to dinner, 
if you sat here and spent three thousand dollars worth on something and I spent fifty, you should not expect me to split everything to be doing that. No. Now, me and my friends split the bill all the time, but that's usually because we all spending amount the same amount of money any goddamn way. Yeah. We all got an entree. We probably all got a drink, you know, or we a la carte and stuff. Girl, you get this, you get this, you get this. You know, we gonna we gonna split across the table. You first of all, you need to know who you going out to eat with. That's number <laughs> one. That is number one. Yeah. Because otherwise, what is we doing? I would. I wish some. I wish I would come in here and spend a thousand dollars, and I only really ate fifty dollars. <laughs> Y'all want me to split it? I was like, if that's the case, I would ate more. Or ate my share. We wouldn't have been doing any of that. Uh, and then along the lines of this, he sent me this video about this woman um, talking about black businesses. Now you frequent a lot of black-owned businesses, you know, to eat. I try. And it says black woman says she believes black owned clubs, lounges and restaurants overcharge its customer base for everything to keep a to keep up a certain lifestyle. I love to see black people doing good in Houston, but I think now it's to the point it's like we're burning our people out financially with a certain lifestyle. Oh, that's a good topic. And I'm not catering. I don't I don't like that. You know what I mean? It's not the wrong with getting money. But it's our people, from from what I can tell, you go out to our clubs. Like, I can go to an expensive five-star restaurant. Mm -hmm. They're not going to charge me 20% gratuity on me and my husband or me and my homegirl. I'm not going to pay. The valet is usually free when you pull up, as long as you're going to the restaurant. Mm. You know what I mean? Even if you go to a hookah lounge, you go to a classy hookah lounge, you're going to pay 25 to 30. So there's nothing wrong with black businesses getting money. But I think they're draining us of the money. Quote, 20% gratuity. $20 $20 valet, $50 shrimp and grits, $100 hookah. Are have you are you seeing any of this while you're while you're out and about in these streets? Gallivanting? I don't know if it's specifically black restaurants or I just feel like all restaurants upcharge nowadays. Um because yeah, like I just been to places and I'm just like, I don't know why this costs this much. Mm-hmm. And it is the gratuity automatically included. Then you got whatever convenience fee. Then you have your regular meal. Then it, like drinks, we damn near twenty dollars. Why is this one drink twenty? I could buy the bottle for twenty dollars. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it is a little, uh, but I don't. I don't want to say that's solely black-owned businesses. I just think that's businesses across the board. Let me give you this one quote, <clears throat> which I feel <laughs> I kind of understand. This person said black clubs or this comment, I should say a quote, black clubs overcharging because they don't want to seem cheap and black people overpaying, overpaying because they don't want to seem broke. I feel like there should be a level. I get I don't understand. I, I don't know. I'm not going to say I get because if I don't got it, I don't got it. I'm not trying to put on air right. for nobody. Right. Um, I understand that there has to be a level. Right. If you have a, a business and you should say, I need to make this amount of profit. Even if that amount of profit, whatever it is, if you price it just right, it might look like things are cheap. Well, then maybe go a couple of percent or maybe a dollar or two over it. I want to charge you, a, a you know, uh, I'm not trying to make 50% profit because that might turn people off if they know that, especially with Amazon, Timu, all these, there's so many places you can get stuff so you don't want to price yourself out the game. I don't understand why people would do that. Uh, I don't know where you at, but I'm not paying $50 for shrimp and grits. That's, nah, that's, that's crazy. 
That don't make no sense. It, it can't be that good. That's the thing, too. At a certain price, you know how they said, at a certain amount of money, you do not, you, um, after you start making a certain amount of money, I forgot what the price is. I want to say over 75000 maybe it's 100000 Um, You don't, happiness, you don't achieve happiness from money. Money doesn't bring you happiness anymore. You got to do something else. Uh-huh. At a certain price, I don't care how good it is, I'm not going to enjoy it. If you're charging me $50 a strip of grits, it might be the best strip of grits, but I'm like, I'm every bite, I'm like, I can't believe I paid $50 for this. It's all right. It ain't as good as I thought. Like, <laughs> so I'm not, I'm, I can't do it. $50. Yeah. And I don't like gratuity built in. We talked about this before. I do not like that because I want, I don't like tipping. And not that, not that I don't like tipping, I understand that. I just wish these businesses pay their people a working wage. Pay them what they're supposed to exactly. And they pay really what supposed to be paid. Honestly, they could. If you if you look at you what a meal is, yeah. If you look at what a meal is and say, well, plus five dollars if they, you know, five or ten or whatever is a tip, dude. Just if you charging ten dollars for a cheeseburger, charge twelve. It's fine. I'm not gonna miss the two dollars because I probably was gonna tip the two dollars. So just put right. it, just and then pay, give them their money. Like God, yeah. just part of, charge a little bit extra so you can pay the people. Y'all already charging extra. <laughs> yes. like, God. Stop playing in my face. Oh man. Uh, da, da, da. And then I saw this clip. Um, let's talk about our families maybe first, where we came from, where our parents came from. Why don't you start, Regina? I grew up here in L.A., born and bred, one of the few people that are born and bred in L.A. So that's, a, I think, a very cool thing. And I kind of wear it on my chest very proudly because so many people say, mm-hmm. oh, L.A. is this and L.A. is that. And I'm like, well, you know, you're not from L.A., so you don't really know it. But do you know where about. your ancestors are from? Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> we're part of the triangle slave trade. And um, from Sierra Leone, Liberia and Senegal. But my parents are both from the South, met each other here. To this day, I'm totally grateful my mom left. My mom was the one that was like, I am fucking out of this bitch. And I'm going to see what else is out there. And she came to L.A. Of Jennifer Garner. And I rooted for her, man. I really root for Jennifer (laughs) Garner. Uh Because she was dating Ben Affleck. And you be like, yo, he was an asshole. I know he was, he, he had alcohol, he was alcoholic, he had problems, blah, blah, but he put her through a lot, got divorced, got with Jennifer Lopez, seems happy, even though he just has a resting bitch face, whatever. She was on this show with Chelsea Handler. I guess they have this Netflix show where she does dinner and she interviews celebrities over a meal. And Chelsea said, hey, let's talk about our families and our parents and where they're from and blah, blah, blah. And it started with Regina King. And she says, well, Mom, I'm from L.A. And she wears that with a uh, a badge of honor because a lot of people aren't from L.A. They're transplants, you know, trying to make it in the entertainment industry. And maybe that's uh-huh. what, you know, stung Jennifer. Like, I'm not from here. But then Jennifer was like, but where are your ancestors from? And I'm like, white people, don't ask us where our ancestors are from unless we done told you we done did uh uh uh, ancestry or 23 and me Uh because we don't really know well i could say all of africa well west africa obviously not all of africa but and that's what regina's like sierra leone and uh, what do you want us to tell you i we i wish i had that knowledge that i could tell you what tribe but it's still gonna end sad they got taken 
So it's not, right. it's not like we don't get the Irish story of, yo, my family packed up everything they had and came over to America with a dream or Eastern Europe. We don't have that. Even if I know the tribe, it's, it's still going to end up sad. Like they got taken. So Jennifer Garner and other white people do better, you know, because <laughs> in the American answer should be the enough answer for you. I shouldn't have to go. I, listen, if somebody asked me where my family from Mississippi, that should be enough. I do. I got to tell y'all the whole story. And if you, you already know Mississippi is a slave state, so we ain't got to go too much deeper That's than, true. than that. I mean, I got Jamaica. That's what I got for you. Yeah, there you go. Just say Jamaica. I want to ask you this. I've seen this question on here. <laughs> and only you can answer this. Well, I can answer it too. And I can. Uh, my answer is I don't do this. Um, some woman, I'm assuming, asks, why don't men put more than three pillows on a bed? Is this something you've noticed or you've seen? Uh, let me before you answer. It said never fails. Men not having enough pillows. My neck is screaming from being over my fiance house and him having two measly pillows. Can't even turn my damn neck. Is this the end for my clues? Uh, is this the end for clues? My neck and I don't know what she's trying to say. Anyway, y'all get the point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like to have even if um I'm alone. A full, I let I have to have at least four pillows on the bed. It looks even. I'm like gonna two. say I thought four was the normal. Yes. I'm trying to think of the men in the houses that I may have stayed at. Hell, you could just uh, even if not stayed, seen the bedroom, like uh, like you know how you do a tour of the house, and you did you notice three pillows or four or whatever. I feel like they all at minimum have four. I think that's a good. It's I I mean. I, Three is a triangle. I'm not gonna knock up three. It's a good. It's a good number. But on a on a bed, it looks weird to have three or just two because pillows get flat. Yeah, I like to. I like to fold I mean, it. Two. The only way I feel like you got two is if you just don't have nobody in your space. So you know, because no. most people sleep with two pillows. Like you mostly. So if you don't have nobody in your bed, and maybe you ain't had nobody in your bed in a while. If you got a two, that you like, well, only need two. Um, that's all I got. If I don't you, know. man, if you got two pillows, you got a twin bed. Ain't no way you should have a, a fool or a queen, a queen but or yeah, a king. Well, you put one in one, and ta-da, you know, it's even technically. But and it's you gotta, just you, so you just grab the other pillow and sleep with the two pillows, and then when you make up your bed, you put them separate again. But do you, I don't know. You know what? That's all I got. All right. But do you want somebody? <laughs> I remember, I remember, I don't know if it had to do with the secret or whatever it was, but they was they they were explaining that you should make room for the things you want. So this woman who was single and lonely had uh separated. So sick of being lonely. Uh, that dude's a, a weirdo. Then from Phil Mob, he was on put a ring on it. Uh but she made she she made room in her closet for her potential partner. So it's just like, I, I, you know, I put my stuff to the side because I want somebody to live with me, uh, be with me, blah, 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 end up working for her or whatever. I think you got to have that same mentality. You can't just have two pillows because it's just you. Do you never want anybody to spend the night? I'm confused about this. Like a potential partner? I would, you would. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and then this is wild too. A black male gyne- uh, gynecologist. Doesn't understand why a woman want to want a male gynecologist. That doesn't make any sense. How do you not be able to understand that some women aren't comfortable with a man looking down there? Regardless if um, he's accredited and all these rules, it's just 
is just not come. They want somebody that looks like them and maybe more familiar with the with the equipment than you are, even though you're a doctor. I think I said it before. All my gynecologists been men. But yeah, but I'm not saying all women don't want men. But he doesn't understand right. why. Women no, but like <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even have a preference. I was like, can you do the job? Come on, let's go. Who do you think has more of a preference when it comes to this? A uh, woman with a gynecologist or a man with a masseuse? Because men are really not comfortable with a male masseuse. Yeah. Which, <clears throat> here's what is wild about that. It's usually straight men, obviously. Um, and they, they, they're they so judgmental on it. And then I look at them and said, but if you play sports, who you think going to be touching you? Most of the team doctors and physical therapists men. are men. And yeah. y'all don't just say anything about that. I'm like, why would you? I said, <clears throat> and people would ask me, I'm like, I would have no problem, especially if I have like a deep knot or something. Maybe I need some strong hands. I don't care. Like who can get the job done? Like you said, I'm like, I don't feel, no, I got to get the woman and my girl. She got to get a woman too. I don't want no man touch. I don't care about none of that. It's not that serious. Not that serious. I started. And hence started the preface on this um, underline the Little Mermaid movie, the live action. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's <all right. laughs> like I, I got, I got to where Ursula was mad that she didn't get invited. It's weird to uh, whatever King Triton was doing. It's weird because I've never been a fan of any of the live action Disney movies they've been doing. Uh, I've seen mm-hmm. the Jungle Book. And I thought I saw another one. I don't haven't seen Lanky, haven't seen Aladdin. But here's the thing about it. Bad necessities. That's the, that's the jam right there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, whenever I watched, when I was younger and I watched the animated ones, there was never a part of me to say, wonder if they made a live action version. And it's we almost, didn't know what live action meant. <laughs> well, made it with real people. You're right. I wouldn't have used that phrase. <laughs> but I wouldn't have been like, yo, what if they got real lions, <laughs> you know, and Lion King or nothing like that. Um, it's kind of Disney running out of ideas. I'm like, yo, we could just tell this. Because it's the same. It's, it's weird. I know exactly everything they have. It's beat by beat, almost the same movie. I don't know why it's two hours long. Because the original Little Mermaid was not two hours long. But in the animals look real. Is this on Disney Plus yet? I don't think so. That's about the only way I'm going to see it at this point. Disney Plus. Maybe one day we should rank Disney movies. Because it's on video on demand. Aladdin's number one. That's that's the man. That's mine. Sarah loves a uh, Little Mermaid. I mean, Little Mermaid. Shit, I'm a lie. Uh, Lion King. <laughs> that's hers. Uh, da, 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 da. When is Little Mermaid coming? It says the Little Mermaid is a big hit on VOD. So it's probably coming at the uh, end of the month, probably. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. They can't keep it on. What's the name? Disney has confirmed that the following release. I don't care about the Jungle Cruise. I got shit to do with me. I don't know. They don't have a date. They need to hurry it up and figure it out. Yeah, that's that's the way. Oh, this yeah, that's talking about Disney Plus frustrating Little Mermaid 2023 release marks big shift in streaming strategy because now it's on VOD and that's why everybody can watch it. And they're like, well, I play for Disney Plus. I come in ain't there. They try to make some more money. This turtle movie look good though, and my my niece is coming back. 
she's out in Seattle right now visiting the family. She's coming back next week. And we are going to the the adult movie theater, the one where you can get food, Hollywood Palms, real food, to go see uh, Ninja Turtles. I'm excited about that. I think, I hope she Woo-hoo. enjoys it. My little, have you, all right, I'm talking to my niece real quick. Kids are weird. Because <laughs> <laughs> we went, when we went to go see Mario, she was, she asked me, hey, if everybody leaves, can I scream real loud? And I thought, I'm, yeah, but we ain't gonna be in here. We ain't gonna be the last two people in here. But what is that about? What, why do kids want to do that? But I credit my, my niece because this little girl's funny. And not funny where, I'm not talking about funny where, like, oh, they're silly and they smack their little self and they do this. No, I did not tell, I forgot to talk about this. So we went to go see Mario and uh, ate afterwards. And in the middle of this, I'm always trying to help her learn. And she hates math, right? So she goes into this little spiel about how they're doing fourth grade math and I'm only in second grade. This is ridiculous. Why well, I got to do all this, blah, blah. And I'm explaining like, don't you always going to need math in your life. Don't worry about it, blah, blah. You'll get it. Fast forward, we, dry, we come over here to my house to play some video games. She goes upstairs and starts talking to Sarah and Melissa. And she does the same spiel about math and being fourth grade and blah, blah. And here's the same beat. And I said, oh, my God, this little girl has a bit. She's doing like, I mean, she don't really like math, but she did the same joke twice about this is ridiculous. I don't understand why I got to do it. Like, she, I was like, you're doing a bit. You're working on a bits already? Like, she don't know she's doing it. But I thought it was hilarious. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> you, you know how to make jokes or whatever. She should be doing that on she TikTok. To something. Yeah, like, yo, just, you know, rant about math. That's 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 your that's your key. Uh try to see if there's anything else that happened this week. I mean this Lizzo situation is interesting, but I it's so much. It's it so is. much. I don't think it was a good so for those that don't know, Lizzo's being accused of a hostile work environment, harassment, body shaming, all this by a couple of former dancers. There was somebody else who was a creative director or something like the higher up who's not part of the lawsuit, but said that was the vibe that she got. And then Lizzo made a statement saying like, you know, denying in these allegations. I don't think it was smart for them to go on TMZ and come on. So, and that really have any hard facts. I wonder if this is going to be settled, but I don't know. We can get into this deeper conversation about, I just think it's odd that okay. So first they come out about it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. But then it's like the amount of people that started coming out afterwards. Like, why everybody was quiet this whole time? You need the first person to make the leap. I I, I get it. I I, I I I I get frustrated with that too. But I think that's always going to happen. Like, let's say last year this came out. It had been one person or two, and then the floodgates are open. Like, oh, we all yeah. can just pile on. So I got, I get that. I don't. I mean, people. I I don't even know. I can't even paint it. Like, well, all the people are turning on Lizzo now. I don't know if y'all was with Lizzo from the beginning, but I do understand. I'm trying to understand the relationship people need to have with celebrities, and I asked this on Studio Flow because Doja Cat has been in this onward battle with her fans and they're getting turned off about the situation. And I'll ask you this question. Does 
why does it seem as if the fan needs the artist to like them to enjoy their art? Right. And it's strange. That question is strange to me because we've, we've been able to separate the art from the artist for a while now. Right. R. Kelly and Michael Jackson being two of the biggest examples that people would be like, Hey, I don't fuck with R. Kelly. Love the music. I don't fuck with Michael Jackson like that or the accusations, but the music is amazing. Why can't Doja Cat fans be like, okay, yeah, she doesn't like us, but we like the music. Or why can't Lizzo fans be like, okay, she might be mean and bully, but I like, why do they need them to be good people? Why do some people need people to be good people in order to enjoy the art? Why can't the art just be by itself? I agree. If the art is not reflective now I get, but R. Kelly because like with, with people with R. Kelly because they're like, well, it was sexual, and he's talking about that. Fine, but with Michael Jackson, he wasn't talking about touching little boys. Or with Doja Cat, she's not making songs about her fans. Or Lizzo's not making bully songs. Right. So why would it be that hard for those them in those cases for them to like? I need the I need them to like me too. I'm like, do you really need them? I'm gonna be honest with you. Most of them probably don't like you. They don't know you. <laughs> they that just part. don't they like the fact that you support them but when he's like when they, when they get on there and i'm pretty sure beyonce did it last weekend i love y'all she don't know y'all she just said she loved mm-hmm. the fact that y'all love her or did y'all support that's it and there's nothing wrong with that play into the game it's a fantasy uh anything else happened this week i'm not really watching the um, women's soccer but it looks like uh, ta, 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 ta. she is. Um, the U.S. team is not doing that well, and it might it might be a hard. Oh, we didn't talk about we didn't talk about Cardi B throwing that microphone. <laughs> that she was she heaves that bitch. And yo, she this is what this is why I've never been a fan of out of context situation. We was about to sit down and talk about, yay, Cardi, you did it, blah blah. Stand up for yourself, people throwing water. And Sarah was Sarah said, "Have y'all seen the other video where she asked people to throw water on her?" Okay, I seen this video, but I think it was after the fact. I don't think it was before. It's like what she said, and it sounded like she's trying to make light of the situation. Like somebody threw water on me, so like y'all throw like like you trying to make light of. Because when I was reading the comments, it was a lot of people who was like. That was afterwards. And when you go back and kind of listen to it, it do sound like something you would say after Wait, the so incident happened. She, she continued performing after that? Because from what I understood, well, it was she asked them to throw water because it was hot. Obviously, it's Vegas. Mm-hmm. And when the girl threw it, she said, I didn't say in my face. Like, I wanted it, like, on my uh, my my vagina, my, my, my thighs, I should say, my ass, but not in my face. And that's why the girl was apologetic. Mm-hmm. And... And now she got a couple of lawsuits. It's probably going to be settled. Um, uh, but yeah, it was wild because I have not heard a reflect- I don't know because even if you threw it on my face, I think I'd have been more shocked that you threw the water on my face. I don't think I would have reacted to a microphone at you. Like if I said throw water on me and people was throwing water on my legs, my butt, on my thighs, whatever, and I turned and you caught my face, I think I'd have been more like, shit, damn, that caught me away because I just asked for it. But I didn't, you know, like I turned and you got my face. Like, I think I would be more off guard. Not my first reaction is to throw a microphone. Yeah. So this is TMZ. Vegas is hot. Pour some water on me. Encourage crowd before. So it, they're saying that she did it before the drink toss. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm looking at the video now. I mean, she's going to be all right. 
She 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 gonna treat the court the court sessions as a as a as a fashion runway. Absolutely. Uh, but see, the problem with, and, I, and I didn't have a problem beforehand of uh, the water hitting her and her throwing the mic. The problem with her throwing the mic is you not you probably not gonna hit the person you want to hit. Like th- that, you gotta I be. Just, I, I heard her aim was on. They hit shorty. Like it hit her. That's what I saw. And I was, well, that's what I read. And I was Do, like, so Cardi heaved this microphone. Like she was not playing. So now I'm confused because two people are suing, and I'm like, how are you? How did it I bounce? Also, did I it also, bounce off? Yeah, I heard it oh. bounce off the person hit somebody else. I didn't hear that. Like it. I mean, Vegas, I like Vegas, but I, but not enough. I don't be going to, I don't even go to festivals out here like that. Is Lollapalooza this weekend? I think so. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I will not be downtown nowhere. Vegas is hot, hot too, boy. Just to see. And yo, there was a lot of people were upset that the song kept going afterwards. And listen, I like Cardi B, but Cardi B probably wouldn't have been a person I would have paid to see only because. Cardi is going to have a backing track. And I mean she got choreography, so maybe that part would have been interesting. But I'm I'm always been a fan of I went to Kendrick's show, he put on a show. I've seen clips of Drake. I want to see Drake just knock it off the, the bucket list, but Drake don't look like he put on a show. J. Cole, when I went to go see him. He doesn't did... look like he put on a show. <laughs> no, you I gotta be there for the songs. He like even when he did that. Nah. You know what I'm also surprised with? Like, how come Chris Brown and Drake ain't never gone on tour together? I feel like that makes a good concert. I think it would too. Maybe the egos about who closes would come into it. Even though they could, y'all could just close with y'all songs that y'all got yeah, together. Yeah, exactly. Do, or do like um, shoot, flip flop between each other's song. Like you ain't got to go. Like you do three, they do three. You do three, you do. You know what I'm saying? Like you ain't got to be like all Chris yeah, Brown and then finish Drake. with uh, I got a girl and then finish you know? with y'all songs y'all got together. <laughs> Yeah. And then you have moments like, what's the one song uh, that Chris Brown has where Drake come in? Uh, you know, one of the more recent songs where he was dancing. They had I, a little battle. I, you I got a girl. You got a girl. You got that's that oh, one. Oh, you got a girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was called something else. You know what I thought about? It, it is called something no else. No guidance. Just, yeah, about okay. it's not called that. I'm just saying that's the song. Um, what was it? It was Chloe, right? Chloe got into some backlash. For working with Chris Brown, and I thought that was bullshit because uh, Chris has been working with a lot of people, and I forgot to bring yes. up that Drake never gets any backlash for working with Chris Brown. No one no, ever he says don't like, get backlash what do you, for working anything." Yeah, what are you doing working with Chris Brown? Let you know he did. I'm like, no, he doesn't. Nobody says anything. And, but I said at the time, y'all only say shit when it's women, but y'all let all the men do work with it. That's okay. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. All right, I think we are good. Let me look at this. Fatal. We might have to watch this. Mark Zuckerberg reveals his twenty five hundred calorie McDonald's order. I mean, he's working out, but still, that's usually like a that's usually like a swimmer who who, who can like burn. I mean, so let me let me get y'all this order before we get out of here. Mark Zuckerberg, <laughs> head of Meta, he orders twenty chicken nuggets, a quarter pounder with cheese large fries, an Oreo McFlurry, and a baked apple pie. And they say that's $30. I feel like he ain't using the app. Ain't no way that's $30. You get the fries for free <laughs> on Friday or something like right, that. Right, oh. Get the fries free with, with a meal. Yeah, and 20 chicken nuggets what? isn't $10. I think they made them prices up. It's $7 now. It's not 5 like it used to be. I think it's 7 
And then um, I don't know the price of an Oreo McFlurry. And a baked apple pie is not two nine nine either. I, love, I mean, where maybe he's wherever he's at because I know McDonald's prices fluctuate, and I don't know what California prices are. That blew me too. Before we get out of here, I was dating a girl. Her name, her name was Michelle too, and she she worked at she worked um at the Wendy's downtown Chicago, and she would tell me them prices, and I'm like, what? And she's like, yeah, because they're down- ridiculous. Yeah, she's like, we don't have a dollar menu downtown. I was like, what is going yeah. on? All right. Yeah, I was young when I learned about that life. I was like, why is downtown? But you they got paid higher rent to be downtown. So you make it up in the prices. All right, that is the episode. You can tweet me at one and only. You can tweet Shell. You can X me. There we go. <laughs> Text Shell. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on the Snappity Chat at Ibnees with the Z Shell. They're still going to be calling, uh, it's still trending. I mean, that starts with a T. Is it going to be something else? I don't know. <laughs> when you when you go to tw- Twitter, and we're going to call it Twitter till the day we die, and you look at the trending, do you only pay attention to the for you, or do you go into the trending trending? Um, <laughs> what do I go to? I, I'm, I went to Twitter, and I'm also like... And when you hit the explore, oh, do, you go to, do you stay under the for you, or do you actually hit the what's actually trending? I go to what's actually trending. I check both, actually. Here's what's wild. You can tell I don't be on here because none of these trendings for you makes any sense. Krishan, which I guess that's yeah. What's the name's girl? Blue face, uh, girl. He got pregnant. Silver Surfer, Mia Khalifa. The and that's in family and relationships, but it's not the former porn star. Sarah Palin, uh, Rihanna. Lawyer is a Jew, but that's trending in the United States. King Trump. Diddy, Al Sharpton, Pushing 20, Galactus, and Turfs. What is, where did y'all come up with any of this? Well, mine is definitely Chris Sean. Oh, so you got that too. Megan. Um, hashtag, and just like that. I don't know what that is. Oh, the Sex in the City uh, sequel show. Oh, Diddy, Lil Wayne, Rihanna. Okay, so we had Diddy and Lola Rihanna. Lola Jeans. Okay. Regina. Oh, so you got Summer the... Walker. Tori. Joy Reed. Diggs. Yeah, none of this makes sense to me. I got Lola well, G. Diggs is sporting. Joy Reed is news. Trending. Tori is movie and TV. Summer Walker music, obviously. Regina Entertainment. Lola Jeans is just in the United States. Music, music, music. So Diddy Lil Wayne and Rihanna. Yeah, and if I look at the, if I look at the real one, Lola Jeans is still there. Al Sharpton is still there. Lawyers of Jew is still there. Galactus. Maybe I need to check Marvel. Galactus is number eight. Is he they <laughs> Fantastic Four or whatever happening? And then I got Hall of Fame game, Browns, Ranch. Is that the dressing or like farm? You know <laughs> this is what bothered me the, the most about it. I don't mind trending. I really don't. I think it's a great way to find what you want to find. I have a problem with trying when I see something interesting in there and I click on it, the top thing is like somebody trying to use it to do something else. I'm like, but why is it trending? Tell me, explain to me why this is trending. So I, so I can, you know, get, be more knowledgeable, but anyway, check out other podcasts, rate, review, subscribe, support on Patreon until next time, guys. I say peace. She says, bye.